Yeah. We'll be 21 in May. Yeah. What are you doing for that? I can legally drink and drive. When you're down and troubled and you need a helping hand. Yes, I need fried chicken at 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh, nothing is going right. When you're a fat man, these are the things that you worry about, William. Close your eyes and think of me. And soon I will be there. Stay with me here. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> Stay with me. Even your darkest night. Fuck Wahlburgers and wow. fuck Mark Wahlberg. You just call up my name. Hello. 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 And you know wherever I am. Daddy's home and he's been drinking. See you again. This is why you don't throw marshmallows at Santa. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. All you got to do is call. Hello, hello. And I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like here. Ha 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 ha, this is so funny, my friend in pain. You've got a friend. Welcome to the Grass is Blue podcast. Here's your hosts, Steve Rice and Bill Measure. Above you should turn dark and full of clouds. A car, and she's like, I want to go get gas. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. And she's driving. And I'm. Her I forgot car. to hit record, by the way. Nah. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just hit it. We're good. So we're stuck. Hey, welcome okay. back, everybody. <laughs> welcome to the, to the new podcast. Gosh, yeah. yeah. What was that? <laughs> Cod pass? Where we won't get the last 10 minutes that was fa- fascinating. Uh, it's probably the best radio we've ever done. Gone. Gone. I can't believe you didn't hit record. I didn't. I'm so sorry. I'm glad I looked down. Um, uh, can you imagine <laughs> if we sat here for an hour and a half and you were like, oh, uh, shit. Would have been like Bobby's message. Call back and let's try it again. Yeah, yeah it's not as good the second sorry. time. Sorry, damn it! Sorry, <laughs> you guys missed out on some great stuff. Wow, well, I'm kind of glad in a way because <laughs> there was some stuff in there that yeah. But the uh, private detective show, yeah, yeah, true detective, true detective, like, yeah. yeah, so true detective show. Yeah, I'm halfway through season two. I always heard that. Season one was much better than season two. Season two was, a, but I'm enjoying season two more than I enjoyed season really? one. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I, I I heard the same thing. I was actually going to say the same thing to you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you like two better. Uh, I'm, well, I'm halfway through season two. Right. And I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, season one takes place in um, New Orleans. I think it's the Bayou that skeeves me out. Huh. It just looks very buggy and. Run down. Everybody's in a shack on the water, and it's. It, I, I don't. I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> well, you don't have to vacation there because you watch the show. That's true. You That's can just true. watch the show. I, I yeah, don't you wanna, don't have to go. I, to, I don't have to go down by the water. Right. You don't have to live in the swamps in a shack. I don't have to sit on a dock by the bay <laughs> with Otis, watching my time roll away. Nice. Yeah. Uh, That's so, interesting. So uh, yeah, I heard two was definitely the worst of all of them. Really? Oh, yeah. Man, I'm loving season two. But. Because uh, I don't, I can't remember the name of the actor that's in season three, um, but then it's Jodie Foster and some other actress in season four that's yeah. coming. That's out now, I think. But that's the yeah. Whole Vince, Vince Vaughn, I'm not buying as a. He's like a 
businessman that gets screwed, but now he's like acting like a mobster, and I don't, hmm. I don't, I don't buy it. You don't buy Vince Vaughn as a no. mobster. And Colin Farrell, I, I, I've never been high on to begin with. Right. And uh, yeah, huh? Not a, not a, not a huge fan. But yeah. Rachel McAdams, she's good. She's good in season two. Is she? Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 It's. Uh, I, I love the premise. Um, you know, I like to deep dive into the the lives of the the people themselves, like Woody Harrelson. But like I said, we're a little over three quarters of the way through season one, so I have to yeah. crack the whip, get Lee back into it, or I'll yes. just finish it myself and start season two because I really want to watch season four because Jodie Foster has been out of acting for so long. Yeah, like she she purposely um, quit acting to raise her kids, and that and I, I think it was their story that she. Was it like not telling her kids that she was an actress or something like that? Is that like Madonna not letting her kids watch TV? No. No? I don't think so. Madonna came out. Of, did you hear the Philly concert? She came out two and a half hours late? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did, we did that story about the guys. And I think now yeah. some people are suing her now from the Philly show. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's, it's, like a, it's like a thing. It's amazing. You know? I'd be hot. Two and a half hours? Eh. Again, we, what time, at what point do you leave? Yeah. Probably two hours. Hour and a half. I would first see if I could get some kind of refund. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would walk out and go to talk to somebody. Go like, to the boss, the box office. Yeah, I'd be like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, I'm out of here. I want my money back." And they'll be like, "Sorry, dude, you're already entered." Yeah. Once you leave, you can't come back in. Right. Which I, you know. So then, do you leave or do you stay? What do you do? I don't stay for the whole show. Two and a half hour late start. All right. So what? Eight o'clock. So she comes on at ten thirty. Yeah. I'm, ho- I I'm, I'm hoping to be home in bed by then. Yeah, that's true. I go see an eight o'clock show. I stay till uh, maybe she does. Uh, I I look at a list of my f- three or four favorite songs, and once she plays them, I'm out. Yeah. What if? Yeah, but nine times out of ten, the favorite one's usually an encore or the finale. Yeah, what is she gonna? What does she do as an encore? Let's let's look that up. I don't know. You know what these? You gonna look these, up her set list? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, let's let's, <clears throat> let's see what Madonna is doing these days. When are you guys going to the Pocono or uh, Allentown for the weekend? April tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Okay, let's see Madonna. That's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. April. Oh, I'm sorry, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Madonna is the celebration tour. So she played Cleveland on the eighth. Doors opened at 7.30. The show started at 10.15, and it was done by 12.25 a.m. This is the latest show. On average, it's two hours and 54 minutes after the doors open, so an average of almost three hours. So if they open at 7.30, jeez. Yep. Oh, man. All right. Oh, and she does 26 songs. All right, so... 26 songs? Yeah. Holy mackerel. Yeah, in six acts. Act one, act... I guess she's doing, like, a, the the years of her, you know, because she reinvents herself all the time. Yeah. So the first six songs are Nothing Really Matters, Everybody, Into the Groove, Burning Up, Open Your Heart, and Holiday. So then she moves on to, uh, I guess, the Like a Virgin. Well, she doesn't, I don't see Like a Virgin on here. Wow. Are you telling me that Madonna doesn't play Like a Virgin? It's not on here, dude. 
Maybe it's uh, act two, too high pitch for her anymore. Act two is live to tell and like a prayer. Act three is erotica, justify my love, hung up, and bad girl. Act four is vogue, human nature, crazy for you. Crazy for you, huh? I thought that was 80s. But these, and then they all say shortened, <clears throat> which contains elements of something else. So like snippets then of, so maybe she's yeah. rolling through like a, a melody of different songs. Act five is, includes express yourself and la está bonita and don't cry for me, Argentina. You could cut that song out of the concert. I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, me either. Act six, bedtime story, ray of light and rain and the final three songs. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the final, the final two songs, the, the, the act seven is a video montage of her singing Billie Jean and like a virgin. And then the last two songs are Bitch, I'm Madonna, and Celebration. Never heard that first no, song. I don't, haven't heard either, any, either one of those. Celebration, I've heard. Yeah. Celebration, I've heard. Bitch, I'm Madonna, I have not. I might have to look that song up. Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah, it's... Uh, Indeed, Steve. It's very weird. She only plays one song... Off of the album Like a Virgin And it's Into the Groove Huh On the entire tour It's a celebration Featuring Akon Alright that's kind of Yeah not I don't I know that one was. Maybe what's this one This is the one I thought I knew I never heard the Akon version Yeah, all right. I don't know this. No, one. I don't know this one either. Nope, I was wrong. Jeez, that was I thinking about. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of cool in the gang celebration. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather hear that one. Or uh, a holiday when she goes celebrate. Yeah, that's maybe what I'm that. saying. Maybe that she couldn't get that high anymore. So well, maybe she does why. holiday. She does holiday. Oh, she in do the first holiday. Time? Yeah. Wow. It's like does. a virgin. She does. You know the the high school old Betty Boop thing. That I can't do. Yeah. I was going to try to do it, but I'm like, I can't do it. There's no but, way. But, you know, I, I I wouldn't care if she couldn't hit those notes because I'm still seeing Madonna sing her own song. Like, I don't care if. Would you go see Madonna? No. No? At this point, no. Because it's, it's not Madonna. It's somebody that used to look like Madonna, but she's had so much surgery yeah. that it just. Yeah, but the voice doesn't change. Well, the voice does change. The voice does change. Oh, I did see uh, John Bon Jovi did an, an interview. Oh, yeah? There's a four-part miniseries coming out on Hulu about Bon Jovi. Really? Yeah. Is it's, Richie in it, or is Richie... It's called Thank You, Goodbye. So... Saying goodbye. Yeah. So, apparently, to, um, you know, his, his vocal cords, and for those of you that don't know, I used to be a huge Bon Jovi fan. Like, still they are. were my... Yeah, I still am. I still am, but... I was going to say, uh, he used to be. You know... Other than Pearl Jam, I've seen them the most. I've probably seen them at least a dozen times. You're telling me that if you wouldn't roll down the windows and belt out the top of your lungs, whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa. You wouldn't do Go that. Ahead. Driving down the road. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't you to sing it out. It. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't turn it off if it comes on. Right. I got to be but, in the mood for it. Yeah. I... I like the newer stuff. Like I haven't listened to anything they've done 
the last album that I bought was Have a Nice Day, hmm. which had the, the title track and then Who Says You Can't Go Home. Right. But then they're rolling into, then when they're releasing singles, they all sound like all the other songs. Right. So you're not getting anything. We Were Born to Follow or something like that came uh, an album or two after that. It sounds exactly like Born to Be My Baby. Huh. So if he and then he's rolled into and then Richie left and Richie is my all time favorite guitarist. So I don't I really lost the need to follow them. Uh, 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 then there was the the album called 2020. No, this one was called This Left Turns Right or This Left Sounds Right. And they redid all of their other songs, but redid them poorly. On purpose, like poorly? Like yeah, like, hey, we're going to take a totally different spin on this one, and uh, we're going to do Keep the Faith as um, like a, a, a slow song. like a Rasta oh. slow song kind of thing. But it there's strings involved and violins and like I don't I don't want that I want I want you to plug in your damn guitar and I want you to play it wow I don't want this violins and right. mandolin and uh, I can't even play it yeah but I've heard living on a prayer from that yeah that one was almost stomachable yeah that was but the, the best rest of all is of them. just garbage huh and then then they released lost highways and that was a that was a fucking country album, like they turned country. Wow! Like John John Bon Jovi did Lost Highway two thousand seven. Yeah, so John Bon Jovi have a did, nice day was the album before that two thousand five. Yeah, and that had Who Says You Can't Go Home, which is an okay song. Yeah, but right. then he did it with Jennifer Nettles oh. of Sugarland. Yeah, right. And I think that kicked off his country phase. And then the the next one was. It's a country album. Lost Highway. Oh. Summertime's on there. Whole lot of leaving going on. Who got it going on? Yeah. Till We Ain't Strangers. I downloaded a few of them. Yeah. I think, I think Richie left after that. And then the next album is called The Circle. 2009. The Circle. Yep. Um, is that we, uh, we Were Born to Follow? What's the hit off of that one? Hold on, I'm trying to get it. Uh, we we weren't born to follow. We weren't born to follow. And then when we were beautiful, work for the working man, Superman tonight. Uh, those are the first five songs, four or five songs off the album. Yeah, these are songs that I've heard, but I didn't buy that album, right. and I haven't bought anything since. Then he got into a couple years ago. Videos started to surface on YouTube of him singing and he couldn't sing anymore and i was like okay well i'll never go see because every time they come around i'm like should i should i go right and have you ever seen him bon oh yeah you're second most of the time forget it go yeah, scratch seen, that. Yeah. delete that part i've seen him uh, a lot yeah a bunch. <laughs> almost as much as power jam yeah i haven't I'm seen them you. since um <clears throat> uh bounce i think and that was 2003, 2004. Interesting. Yeah, 2002, around, around that time. 2002. Yeah. And uh, I I just, I'm not going to go, and he, he does his own marketing, okay? Their ticket prices have been so high. I paid 
at one point I paid $75 for a floor seat, but that was uh, in the nineties. Right. And that, that was, that's a top notch dollar, dollar sign. Hmm. Like people in the first 10 rows were paying like one twenty five, And I said, these are too expensive. How do you, but now, and now he'll charge a uh, hundred for the, 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 the top seats. And I know it's the promoter that's setting the price and all that kind of shit, but he's got to have something to do with that because they're just, he just, and then, and then he, he, he can't sing if, if he's not singing now on the other, the flip side, and I'm not just saying this cause Richie's my favorite. Richie Sambora has always sung better than John Bon Jovi. Richie has three solo albums and they're all phenomenal and his voice is outstanding. So now they're talking about Richie coming back to the band and then doing like a farewell tour kind yeah. of thing. And then I just read that John Bon Jovi had vocal surgery and that one of his vocal cords was like crushed or paralyzed clothes. Huh. And they had to, and they had to like go in and open it. And, and then he had to do all this training to get back his own voice. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I, I'm skeptical. Um, if Richie, if he want to come out and John wants to play his little tambourine or his acoustic guitar and let Richie sing every single song, I'm back. I'm in. Hmm. But and I may even pay. And I always wanted. I always wanted to take Julie uh, to see because she grew up on Bon Jovi, obviously. Because you listen to it nonstop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, I always wanted her to see an arena of 20,000 people singing living on a prayer. And like, it's, it, it still gives me goosebumps seeing that and hearing that and watching everyone say, even when we saw Def Leppard a couple of years ago, yeah, singing at like an entire 60, 70,000 people right. all singing the same song. Yep. It's phenomenal. Yep. Which brings me to my next point. Photograph and yeah, all that. And pour some sugar on me. That was just, Mm, gives me chills. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Yeah. Well. Uh, so what are we doing about uh, your microphone dro- drooping down oh, yeah. like a penis? What? Pick it back up, <laughs> buddy. That's that? what I do. I pick it back up. So you know. Here, hold this. De- <laughs> <laughs> so Def Leppard and Journey are coming. I'm out. You're out. You don't want anything if to do with it? If it's not Steve Perry, I don't... Yeah, I know, I know you're not a, it's you're not not a big Arnell fan. No, he's terrible. It's Steve not. Miller band's there. You've seen Steve Miller. <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's. Yeah, I like Steve Miller, but not enough to go see him at a concert. No. Okay. I mean, an opening act, maybe, if the headliner was fantastic, but I've already seen Def Leppard, mm-hmm. and they were okay. Joe, I was actually Harry, happy that Joe's voice was better than I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. especially after Vince Neal's is garbage. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gl- really I'm they skeptical. Went first. <laughs> yes. I'm really skeptical of old singers from the 80s still touring now of how good they're going to sound. And I'm paying so much money for the ticket. I'm like, do I really want to pay this much to s- listen to crap? Yeah. And I don't. I get it. I don't. I'm too old to deal with late nights and crowds and all that crap bother me anymore. So yeah. it's got to be a good band. Okay. Like when I went with, you know, with Lee and my sister and and I think Bill, Melissa, and I think one of my sister's friends that we all went to see Dave Matthews and we tailgated for a few hours first, but then like it's up on the lawn 
so you have kind of room that you can you know walk around and dance or do whatever you want to do you can maneuver the crowd you can maneuver around whereas if you're sitting in the seats you're pretty much stuck to that seat that spot boom you're in and if it's packed which luckily for us the concerts that we were down there we didn't have people up against us we you know we and i think you and i moved a couple rows up or back or whatever just to get that freedom of space um but what i saw pearl jam there there was no freedom of space anywhere. It was no. shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, it usually is. Mayhem. So it usually it was is. Like those types of concerts I gotta I gotta get in the right mindset for because I large crowds are starting to bother me. It's starting to annoy you. People start to annoy me. I think it's people. People it's are starting people. to annoy me. Yeah. I have less patience than I used to for idiots. I gotta tell you, the ticket prices and I know this has, you know, been on my soapbox. See if if you put the microphone back a little further. Well, I did. I had it back, and I just moved it, but I realized I moved go. it too far back. There you go. That should be good. It's all about proper positioning of the <laughs> <laughs> hands. But go ahead, Steve. You were saying <laughs> ticket prices are out out of this out of this insane. They're insane. They're out of this world. Um, there's a uh, porky pig moment. Yeah. Yeah. Out of this. Out of this. Out of this. My tongue hits a speed bump sometimes. And I am. So happy that I'm here to see it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And, and the only thing that uh, it could be make it better would be if your two kids were here. My, my asshole children yeah. were not <laughs> partying. Yeah. And Nick's been sick, so I think he's on an uh, antibiotic. Oh, no. So That won't stop him. Kieran went up to visit. Yeah. Oh, good. So, so Kieran like, can bring the sickness home. Hopefully not. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah, so these two knuckleheads are uh, are at Penn State this weekend. Yep. Karen asked me before she left today, she said, uh, are, are Nick and Karen going to join you? And I said, oh, no, they're uh, they're together at Penn State, and 11 o'clock is probably a little too early for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think anything before 6 p.m. would probably be a little too early for them. Yeah, probably. Who knows? Probably. <laughs> So what are you doing for the uh, uh, big game tomorrow? Yeah, well, by the time you hear this, Super Bowl's going to be over. Yeah. So we're recording this the day before. Who's winning? Uh, I, I'm i going to go with the Chiefs. I think i got to go Chiefs as well. Yeah. As I much. I, I mean, I just, I don't want the Niners to win. I don't either. And it's because of their fans. It's because of their fans? Yeah, fans are ah. a bunch of whiners. Do you want to and the players? I mean, the players to... are whiners. The fans are whiners. Oh are... my god! The the play even the players are whining. Yep, the forty whiners. It's just it's... the practice field, and there was like a, an alarm went off in the middle of the night at the hotel. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So, well, somebody pulled the fire alarm at yeah. uh, eight uh, six six fifteen this morning. I and then I saw um, who was it? McCaffrey blame like. Uh, Oh, well, that's like when we were in Philly and they intentionally uh, did bridge construction right outside our hotel room. <laughs> right. Right, buddy. Sure. Do you know how much planning goes into bridge construction? Yeah. <laughs> Jackass. I mean, there's potholes that, that they'll come out and they'll repair, you know, three years afterwards. In the article I read, the guy's like, look, I've lived here all of my life and... They have no, if you think that they schedule construction and demolition around your sports schedule, I said, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's it's ridiculous how much goes into it. Yeah. You know, if you're shutting, especially bridge, 
traffic flow and rerouting and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's hold off this week, Tim, because the Niners will be in town next week, and we want to make sure we wake them up. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we're not sure who's coming next week, but if it's the Niners, make sure that we can throw all this shit together within a week. <laughs> so or no, stupid. actually, it would probably be four days because, you know, be Thursday by the time they get there. The game is in a week. Right. That's good. crazy. It's nuts. That's so. just, uh, yeah, but the 40 winers. Are, the 40 winers. I do not want any parts of them winning. Do you want to call a 40 winer? Uh, yeah. Right, if you gonna, want if you right. want to. We're going to see if this works. We're going to see if we can get them on you the have horn. To plug it in? No, it's all it's all set up. Oh, that's right. You have your new device. I have my new We have new toys here at the, the Grasses Blue podcast. There we go. Oh boy. There we go. Let's see. Hello, Bobby. Yeah, Steve. Hi, Bobby. How are you? I'm wonderful, Steve. How are you? I'm good. Bobby, you are live on the Grass is Blue podcast. <laughs> What's up, Bobby? It's still there? Yes. Still there. Yeah, Andrea wants to know if Bill's there. That's all she cares about. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Andrea. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's everybody doing? You guys suck. I just want to let you know, okay? Oh, we wow. your podcast last week. <laughs> well... And- and both of you, fuck you very much. I just want to say, <laughs> okay. We, well, you know. All right. Well, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate. We like, we were just talking about like the forty winers again. Yeah. Oh, you you call me whatever want. You call six time champions after tomorrow night. We'll uh, see, buddy. Well, I'll do that. I'll if I'll, the six time forty winers have won again. Congratulations. <laughs> the to get. <laughs> To get our listeners caught up, uh, Bobby is a gentleman that we have brought up uh, many times on this show, and Bobby is a huge 49ers fan. Um, along with Bobby, um, if Bobby was to stand uh, 100 yards away, he wouldn't need a microphone for you to hear him on this podcast. He's, he's quite loud. Um, he is married to an absolute angel named Andrea. Absolutely. Yes. God bless you. An absolute <laughs> angel. There is there is a special, special spot right next to you, uh, God, for this woman. For when when she oh, when man. she enters the pearly gates, they're gonna see her coming and go, Oh, right this way, Andrea. We have a God, wing ready I'm for her you. Ticket. What are you talking about? I'm oh, her you're ticket. her ticket. That's it. I'm her ticket. I love it. I well, am her ticket. Well, Bobby how are you feeling about the game tomorrow? And, and, and we brought Bobby up before because, as Bill says, he talks about his team more than anybody we know. Right? How do I feel about the game tomorrow? Well, if, if you want to very... if, if epitomize the arrogance and the um, – uh, find me a word, Bill. I don't know. Of uh, 49er fans <laughs> rolled into one, this is Bobby. So, Bobby, how are you feeling about the game tomorrow? I'm feeling very confident about the game tomorrow, Steve and Bill. Uh, I think that the 49ers have yet to play their best game in the playoffs. So I think that tomorrow they show up and they show out. I don't know if they're going to blow out Kansas City because I just don't see that happening. Kansas City's defense is very good. But, uh, you know, as far as finally coming on and playing a great game, I think that we're ready to do that. Okay, uh, I have heard many people compare Patrick Mahomes to Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan kept going to the finals. Fuck Michael Jordan, fuck Patrick Mahomes, just like you say, fuck Wahlberg. You know what I mean? <laughs> fuck Wahlbergers. Thank you very much. How do you feel about both of those guys? 
Kermit the Frog can go suck Miss Piggy. So you're saying care. you're saying that Patrick Mahomes should get a job at Wahlburgers. Is that what you're saying? Oh, that would be beautiful for you, Steve. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers is also going to be working. Yes, Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely, Aaron Rodgers and uh, – and uh, Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. And and, and Dave Matthews will be playing throughout the entire throughout the now entire restaurant. Now that's a that's a dig at my wife now, Steve. The angel, as you called her. <laughs> she is an angel. Yeah. You are the devil. Right here with me. You are the devil. Yeah, but Bobby I, Boucher likes the devil. I heard I heard <laughs> that people are comparing Patrick Mahomes to Jordan and, and everyone going up against Jordan just gets you get beat by Jordan. So, well, ask the Tampa Bay Bucks how that worked out. Did they beat the Chiefs? Yes, they did. They demolished the Chiefs. Okay. One to nine. Super Bowl fifty-five. How do you know this? If yeah, because if Mahomes loses tomorrow, his record in the Super Bowl will, will be two and two. It will be two and two. Not if. If, if they lose, then his record will be two no, and two no, in the no, Super no. Bowl. It will be. It will be. I'm not talking anything into happening here, buddy. <laughs> I'm all about I, – I see, now, the only reason I'm going Chiefs is because – well, one, because the 40 winers. You, you hate the 40 winers. No, I like, I like Andy Reid because he's a former Eagle coach, and I want him to be known as one of the greatest of all time. And in order to do that, I think he needs to win a, a few more Super Bowls and, you know, get close to the other, you know, cheater Belichick and uh, – <laughs> Stuff like that. But Let it, it go, Bill. Let it go. It uh, happened over twenty years ago. I know it. The, uh, but I'm root, so I'm rooting for Andy Reid because I want him to get up there and be one of known as hey, one Bill, of the greatest. Why don't you Why don't you ask my wife her opinion on Andy Reid? All right, Andrea, what's your opinion on Andy Reid? <laughs> kind of hate him. Why? Well, because I don't understand why Philly loves him so much. I don't really think he lives up to expectations here. He leaves here. He goes to. Kansas City. City and wins Super Bowls. People hate Donovan McNabb, but they love Andy Reid. And Donovan was only doing what Andy Reid told him to do. So I just don't understand that at all. I just, uh, no, I'm just not a fan. I'm I think fan. it. I think it's the fat guy factor. Everyone loves a fat jolly jolly guy. But Andrea doesn't love that fat jolly guy. She loves this fat jolly guy. <laughs> <laughs> but. But you know, you know what's funny is I let her listen to the to the part of the podcast where you guys were talking about last week about the Super Bowl and she goes, "Oh wait, you well, let her? Wrong. Thank you, thank you for letting yeah, I let her. her. That's right, I let her. That's right. I'm the man in this relationship. Oh boy, I'm not saying a word. There you go, there you go. Forty Nine er fan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so so as you compared the Forty Nine er fan to West Coast Eagles fans. That's and correct. Of course, Bill. Bill totally disagrees with you. Andrea was like, "Oh, that's bullshit, Steve. Go to hell." You know, and I'm like, "Exactly." Well, wait a minute. Go to hell. See, you don't you don't see it because you live here and all your friends are Eagles fans. You're just as obnoxious as I am about my 49ers, if not more. I've never. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, and Bill. I love you, brother, but that's hey, I don't know hey, if that's good. Hey, hey Bill. Hey, hey Bill. Yeah, maybe buddy. as in a whole. Oh. Like maybe 10 of you and one of me. Okay. okay? So, <laughs> well, you're loud enough for 10 of them. Ah, well, great. you know, I'm pa- hey, I'm passionate. Yes, I've you are. Yeah. Team for, for 42 years, I've loved this team. You know, you know who I else? I don't hate the Eagles. You know I who else? I hate the Eagles last year when they broke my heart. 
You know who else they call passionate? The people that beat up the other fans because they're wearing another team's jersey in their stadium. No, oh, I think they're just they're just more passionate. Passionate. Well, that's the L.A. San Fran fans that shoot each other outside the. I mean, a baseball game of all, which isn't very, you know, as loud and obnoxious and usually angry you know where, as a football you know game where is. You've been to to Dodger Stadium. You know it's in the ghetto, and you know the candlestick used to be in the ghetto. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I know. I know so, the. So I know the element. Places, yeah. I mean, and and you know what? I I don't say like this. Like Steve and I, we had that discussion about the quote ninety three percent. I know you know what that means, Bill. Like the the ninety three percent. Like my friends that are Eagles fans, love them all. I get along with them all. I can argue with them for days. Steve can argue with them for days. But it's those guys that like they get so nasty about about being a fan. Like, okay, in the grand scheme of things, don't you have to get up and go to work tomorrow? These guys are millionaires playing a kid's game. Yeah, yes, I cheer for them. And it puts me down when I lose. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't affect your life. Like, getting physical, throwing things at people. I've never seen that in any other stadium that I've been to except Philadelphia. Well, it does happen. It's been it's been documented. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, no, it does happen. I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying in my experiences going to other stadiums, I understand the Philly passion because I'm a three for four guy, as you would say. Like, I love the Phillies, love the Sixers, love the Flyers. Like the Eagles. Don't dislike the Eagles. But those fans, they get, they get like, they have like venom spewing from them when they come at you. That's correct. And, and I don't understand that. I don't that's, understand it. That's the 93%. I've always said that 93% of Eagle fans are irrational and will destroy you and want to physically harm you because you don't either agree with them or like their team. Well, it's a uh, good thing that we don't hang with that 93 percentiles, guys. Well, yeah, the, the, the 7% are the rational people that can actually have an intelligent conversation, like the gentleman that I'm sitting across from. He's a 7%er. But if let me right, ask you exactly. this. Do you, think that, do you think that you feel that way, kind of exactly what you were saying earlier, Bobby, is that I don't see it because I live here but you guys also live here, so this is the only really other multitude, like the volume of fans that you interact with is much greater in this area from a Philadelphia standpoint, so you're going to be a little biased against that element. Whereas if you lived in, you know, if, like if Steve lived in San Francisco, you know, he might feel that way more about the Niners than he would the Eagles because his exposure would be, you know, reversed. Same thing with like 100%. Dallas or, you know what I mean, the others. Yeah, 100%, Bill. I agree with that statement what you just said. It's true, but, uh, you know, I had this discussion with um, a buddy of mine that, you know, we, we, we go back on Facebook, and he's a humongous Eagles fan. And we were talking about how he's like, oh, you guys whined about it for 10 months. I said, well, I didn't whine about it. I said, yeah. I said, there was a difference when we were prepared. I blame the 49ers for that loss last year to the Eagles. They weren't prepared to play, you know. So that, that's, that, that was on them. And as my wife sitting here like stares at me, has her hand on her her her, her hand rest, her chin resting on her hand, like oh well, go in depth, Robert. There was a lot of whining on your end. <laughs> <laughs> you no, see why she's no, an love angel, it. people love it. <laughs> no, 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 that that's a lie because at ten minutes to go in the game, I said to Andrea, "I'm going upstairs." She's like, "I came home to watch the second half with you." I said, "Well, you can watch the second half. I'm not. I'm going upstairs." Well, let me let, let me ask you this: Is that while we're on the subject of whining, and then I'll let you guys go, okay? 
So well, we're, you know what's funny is we're meeting Scott here at Parks today. Oh, good, nice. good. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> so, um, uh, well, you were recording. You didn't know that. You told me that last night. <laughs> nice. Anyway, it's not like not like there's a there's a there's a couple sawbucks in my wallet that are burning a hole that need to see a roulette table. But anyway, <laughs> so the 49ers get to the Super Bowl. And three days later, they're complaining. Well, two years ago, all the Chiefs did was hold us, so they're they're crying about that. Okay. Did you not watch the game? Did and you then, not, uh, not, not listen. Now let during the game. So they're they're crying about that. Okay. Four days later, okay. we have to hear about the turf that we're practicing on is too soft. So they're whining about that. Okay. This week, we hear. Uh, somebody pulled the fire alarm in our hotel at 6.15 a.m., you know, when when the rest of the fucking world is up and working. And compared to what else he said. Yeah. And then he said, yeah, it's just like when we were in Philly last year and that they they scheduled. No, listen. They, listen. They said, he, he said, Christian McCaffrey says this. He says, yeah, it's just like when we were in Philly last year and they scheduled uh, construction right outside of our hotel the entire time we were there. It's like they're setting up these fucking excuses for when they don't win. They're a bunch of fucking crybabies. Okay. You're pl- okay. All right. Thanks for calling. Thanks for being on the show, Bob. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Steve. What do you want me to say about that? <laughs> These guys, you know, some of them are weirdos. Bosa, total weirdo. We know that. I mean, he's the one who's made these comments about, uh, yeah, they set this off. And I'm like. Yeah, it was, it was Bosa. Sorry. I, I called him McCaffrey. Yeah, it was yeah, definitely yeah, Nick Bosa. It was Bosa. Or Joey and Bosa or whatever, whichever one. No, Nick. Nick. Joey plays for LA, LA Chargers. So for now. He was the one who almost got in a fight with the Eagles fan last year. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fucking idiots. The world would be a better place if it didn't have the 49ers in it. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey, Steve, Steve, you hated the 49ers before me in all fairness. Oh, that's true. That's true. They, they, no, my, you my can't 40, even use me as the excuse. My 49er hatred was on uh, about a, a level seven, and I met you, and I immediately pressed on the gas, and it went to 10. 10? Why not 11? <laughs> This isn't Spinal Tap, Bobby. Okay. So, so thank nice. you very much for your time. Tell nice. Scotty to hottie, uh, previous guest of this, on this podcast. Tell Scott we said hello. Yes. Thank you. Andrea, you are a doll and an angel. Yep. Um, pray for me tomorrow. Uh, I'm praying yep. for you. I'm praying yes, for you. Absolutely. But they're praying the other way, Andrea. I know. Yeah. Yeah, not you not know, for you. We're pray- they don't care about Andrea. They don't care about you. They don't care we about do. You. We care about your mental well-being. So maybe <laughs> go out for lunch with somebody or dinner and just uh, get out of the area. Yeah. So, all right. Well, well why don't you guys come on down and, uh, and, and, and watch Super Bowl with me in my house? I, I get was, up at 4 o'clock for work, so I got to go to bed I was, early. I was yeah, told. Crickets. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear the cricket sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, have fun, guys. Uh, Tell worst, hello. worst of luck tomorrow, yes, tomorrow, Bobby, and go fuck yourself. All right. Thank uh, you. Fuck you too. See you. Go Chiefs. <laughs> so that was Bobby. Nice. <laughs> so that's the Super Bowl. I hope it went. I hope it went poorly for Bobby by the time people hear this. Yeah. Hopefully, Bobby's uh, sad right now. Yeah. Still. Do you know, Steve? Oh. The other big uh, aspect of the game tomorrow is yes. The- 
We did the food. Yes, we did. Now we're going to talk commercials. <gasps> Ooh, you're going to give me commercial facts? You know, the Entertainment Super Weekly. Super Bowl by the numbers. So this is a list from Entertainment Weekly of the best Super Bowl commercials. Ooh, okay? the best. So the criteria that they've used in making this decision was that the commercial made them want the product, made them want stuff. All right. Uh, number two, made them feel something, either ha-ha or aw. Number three, <laughs> that it has a star quality to it that you cannot look away. And four, that it, in the nutshell, it explains the product. Those are the four, four criteria. I don't know what just happened there. <laughs> Did but you become Southern, me? <laughs> those are the four criteria that they use to select their opinion of best commercial. So I have 20 commercials. 20? I'll just run through them. Some I've never heard of before. Okay. Uh, I can tell you this. Okay. I've never seen a commercial that has wanted me to buy a product. Really? Really. So if you see Popeye's chicken and that chicken looks so good, you're like, you know what? I want chicken. Yeah, but I'm not going to run right out to Popeye's. I've already been to Popeye's. Yeah, but maybe they have a new... All right, so... Let's uh, let's uh, let's delicious. just pick one. The, the people may not be familiar with in this area, Zaxby's. Okay. If I see a Zaxby's commercial tomorrow, right during the Super Bowl, I'm not going to immediately need to go to Zaxby's. Like, there's nothing. I I enjoy these commercials for their entertainment. Sure. Not, not and I think the, most people do. If, if 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 I see one for Pepsi, I'm not going to go. You know what? I'm going to put this beer down and, and go have, have a, a Pepsi. Pepsi. No. Okay. Or Doritos or, or whatever. All Go right. ahead. All right. Number 20 uh, is a commercial from FTX, uh, and it's called Don't Miss Out. It was from 2022. I'd have to look at the commercial to see it. Yeah, I don't know that one. Um, it's not memorable, so yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Number 19 is another one from 2022. It is a BMW commercial when, it's, when Zeus and Hera retire. Who the fuck is that? I, well, I'm imagining it was an actor and actress playing Zeus, the god, and Hera, his wife, and they get in a BMW and drive away. Maybe they retire, go somewhere warm. Okay. I, I didn't see the commercial. That's just my assumption. Uh, number 18 from 2021, it is an Amazon commercial, and Alexa loses her voice, so other other people sub in for Alexa. I kind of remember that. I don't remember that at all. Like other famous people and stuff. Okay. Alexis, so. Uh, Number 17 from 2021 uh, from T-Mobile, The Mix-Up. I don't recall that. I'd have to look it up. Okay. Uh, Number 16 from 2019, Michael Buble versus Michael Bubbly. It was a Bubbly commercial. Nope. Uh, I did remember that one. Um, 15 is from 2018, and it's a Tide commercial, and it's, it's a Tide, or it's a Tide ad is the name of it. So I'm assuming they were talking about something and made people tied. I don't know. I'll stop you when I when I remember any of this. Gotcha. Fourteen uh, Taco Bell commercial. Viva being young, or Viva Young. That was from 2013. Speaking of tacos, by the way, uh, I got a um, I got two people that contacted me from last week's show. Yeah. One saying that the walking taco is the most ridiculous and horrible thing ever. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's a lot of anger and hostility yeah. for a walking taco. It's a taco in a bag. What more do you want? And then I got something from uh, Cindy Kohler. Shout out to my cousin, Cindy Kohler. Hey, Cindy. Uh, and says that Giant is promoting a walking taco deal. It says save $5 on a walking taco meal. There you go. It's Doritos, 
nature's nature's best. No, but it it it's got ground meat in this. No, it looks like maybe tomatoes, lettuce, cheese, cheese? and some kind of ta- I guess taco seasoning. But why would you need taco seasoning? There's plenty of seasoning on. It's got like nine ingredients on it. I, I thought the walking taco was weird, and then suddenly giant. Maybe giant listen the people of giant listening to our uh, podcast to our podcast. Shout go. out to giant. Shop there every week. Yeah. Give us a discount coupons. If I saw a giant uh, commercial, it's not going to make me go and see your store. Number 13 is from a Bud commercial about brotherhood. Bud. 2013. Why? Uh, oh, this one I do sir. remember. Go 2010 ahead. Snickers commercial, Betty White. That I remember. Good one. You got it. Number 10, that was? That was number 12. Oh, geez. Uh, number 11 was from Google, 2010, Parisian Love. Nope. Number 10, uh, E-Tray from 2008 with the Talking Babies. That I loved. Where the baby gets sick and pukes on in the crib. You just see the baby actually throw up. No. Dude, it was so funny. Why do I need E-trade, to see that? E-Trade talking babies. Uh, it was cute. Uh, number nine, 2006 FedEx commercial, um, Castaway. Where they, I guess they spun the I vaguely FedEx remember that. For Castaway. Yeah. Uh, 2003, this is the number eight commercial. It is the Reebok commercial, and it's Terry Tate, office linebacker. Absolutely. Terry right? Crews. Remember that? Yes. He was tackling people in the yes. office. That was great. Uh, 2000, number seven, uh, is a commercial from EDS, uh, Cat Herding. I kind of remember that. A bunch of that cowboys was... in the West, and they were trying to herd cats. And they were like, ah, oh. comparing it, because they always say, like, it's really difficult. It's almost as hard as hurting cats. You've never heard that? So, uh, vaguely. Now that okay. you have to explain it to me, yeah, I kind okay. of remember it. So that's uh, number seven. Number six is Waza. Waza. How is that not higher on this list? I don't know. It's number six from right. Bud 2000. Uh, number five, the top five greatest Super Bowl commercials of all time, according to Entertainment Weekly. 1996, the Bud Ice Penguin. Don't really recall it. Dooby, dooby, doo. Was that it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. All right. That then I remember one. that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number four, 1995, the Budweiser Frogs. Yeah. Bud. Bud. Wise. Er. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, 1993, it was a Jordan commercial for the Jordans, but it was Hair Jordan. So it was Bugs Bunny involved. Hair Jordan. I remember that one. And number two, Apple commercial from, again, 1984. And it was 1984's the name of the commercial. I guess it was some space uh, involved tie-in. And the number one greatest commercial of all time. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Hey, kid, catch. With Mean Joe what, Green. from like 1978? 1980. Jesus. Mean Joe Green. <clears throat> hey, kid, who knew that was? Catch. I didn't know that was even a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, I, I know the commercial. Nineteen eighty. Wow, the number one greatest Super Bowl commercial ever. How about that? Yeah, interesting, huh? Yeah, I don't like that. Now I'm seeing. A, first of all, they used they they for years they were releasing the commercials early so you could watch them all. Right. And it's like, well, what's the point of the Super Bowl commercial? Right. Now you're getting the commercials. To tell you that there ha- there's a commercial coming during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. And that's got a, uh, like a little agent, trailer type agent Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. uh, to 11-24. And it's like, uh, but now I've seen like 
10 of them that have a yep. date on it. Yeah, everybody's doing it. I now. don't like it. It's all the rage. I don't like it. Why? I want to be surprised. Why don't you like it, Jerry? I, I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? <laughs> Stop it. You're making me nuts. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it whatsoever. I do have some Super Bowl facts. If you, don't I, mind I have sharing. another one. Oh, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. no, go, no we'll mix it. it up. Okay. How much do you think each player on the winning team? There's 53 guys. Okay. Each player, how much do you think they get as a bonus for winning the Super Bowl? Million dollars each. Wow, you're way off. Okay. 164 thousand dollars. Okay. For winning. Wow. What do you think the loser? Um, I thought it would be a lot more. Players on the losing team. I'm going to say under a hundred thousand. We'll say ninety thousand. Close. Eighty-two thousand oh. for losing the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. And go ahead. So you got one. No, that, I, that's interesting. Uh, I had another list. Oh, another list. In this one though is the other main reason why some people watch the game tomorrow is the Taylor Swift. Act. No, the oh. halftime act. This is the best Super Bowl oh, halftime shows. I forgot to ask Bobby if he was my first questions. Bobby, about tomorrow, how excited are you for Usher? <laughs> or, yeah, or to see Taylor Swift. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is the best Super Bowl halftime shows. Okay. I remember these more than I remember the commercials. Okay. Yes. Did, did you know that this debuted in 1967 with the University of Arizona marching band? It was the yes. first halftime show. I am aware of that. Okay. Yes. I did not. And then the first like modern day star A lister was nineteen ninety three. Michael Michael Jackson. Jackson. Right? Yeah. yeah. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. So I was interested when I saw that. Yeah. Uh, but the top sixteen Super Bowl acts or shows. Number sixteen was from two thousand sixteen. It was Coldplay, Beyonce, and Bruno Mars. Yeah, I kind of snored to that one. Yeah, I wasn't watching. I didn't even know that they had a... I thought Bruno Mars had one, but I was kind of surprised... But Bruno Mars did his Coldplay own, Coldplay and Beyonce had, were involved in some way. I thought he had his own as well. He but did. Maybe he did, but maybe it was... I think he did. Not as good as yeah. his joint effort with these people. So, uh, Number 15 was the Equipment Failure from 2004. Janet Jackson with... JT, you mean my doppelganger. The, you mean the, you do not look like Justin Timberlake. The just nip, stop, just nip stop with that. Stop with that. Just. I actually looked at a picture because he, he announced the concert coming up. And I looked at it, I'm like, man, I really don't look anything like him. No, you don't. But you know what? Keep, keep up the facade, my friend. Somebody told me that years ago that I looked like him. So that's where I'm coming with it. People. Uh, I don't either. But so, people also said that Kieran looks like either Daniel Radcliffe or... Uh, Frodo from the Lord of the Rings, and I'm like, here, you don't look no. like either one of them. No, he's like, not Daniel Rack. I'm like, no. Whoever <laughs> told you that is needs your eyes checked. Notice it's always somebody good. Oh yeah, way except better. Than, it, way better. Except yeah. when it comes to me, people tell me I look like uh, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, thanks. In the beach chair, dude. <laughs> yeah, you need yeah. to do a Christmas card this year with you. Imitating Chris Christie uh, in the I, beach chair. I think it's a little. <laughs> I think it would be freaking still hysterical. Uh, All right, do it and send me one. Mm. I want. <laughs> anyway, where they cut him out, put him on the bridge, and they put him everywhere. Yeah. Like the bridge construction is blocked because of blockage. It was Christie <laughs> in the beach chair. And they did the uh, same thing with Bernie. Remember Bernie Sanders yeah, during the yeah, inauguration with, was freezing yeah, his freezing ass off. Cold. Yeah, yes. you saw, you saw I him still see him. Yeah, yeah, cut in different places. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. All right. 
So yeah, the nip slip of uh, 2004. And that was intentional, though. Are you, know you sure? Yes. I, I heard oh, I'm a, sure I heard an entire segment yeah, that sure it was it completely was. planned. Timberlake totally, like, afterwards, yeah. people, like, soured on him because he was like, no, this wasn't, it wasn't planned. Like, like, this was all her. Like, he blamed her. Huh. When the two of them planned it together. Right. It's so, nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Anyway. And Janet Jackson's career took a dive after that. Yeah. Well, she's touring again this year. Yeah. I um, mean, she could still tour. Sure. Yeah. People are going. Sure. Uh, number 13 is from 2015. This is Katy Perry. Left Shark. Right? I guess. Yeah, I don't remember. Remember the Left Shark? Yeah. All the sharks were dancing yeah. in sync, yeah, except for the right. one to her left. Yeah. Who was doing his own thing. He was going into business for himself. Uh, number 11. I also remember that one because she wrote in on a lion and, and 85,000 people texted me with a picture of it and said, look, a lion finally made it to the Super Bowl. Oh, Jesus. Like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> All right. So Katy Perry, uh, 2015, number 11 was last year's Rihanna show where she was pregnant and strapped down to the top of the, and the didn't, she didn't fall she off didn't the move swinging cars. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. Top 10 best halftime shows. 2005, Paul McCartney, number 10. Nah. Uh, number nine is from 2006, The Rolling Stones. Nah. Number eight was 1993's Michael Jackson one. Sure. Number seven was from 2017, Lady Gaga. Didn't she jump off the top of the stadium or something? Or remember. made it look like it? She Maybe. did. I remember that. She came know. in on a... Um, Zipline? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. I think yeah. so. Number six, 2009, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. I'm not the biggest Bruce fan no. of all time, but uh, I remember that one being very entertaining. Yeah, okay. I I will admit when it's, the show's entertaining, whether I like the artist or not. Right. Okay. Number five, top five from 2012, Madonna. Speaking of Madonna. Eh. She sang like a virgin. <laughs> uh, number four from 2013, Beyonce. The number three okay. best halftime Super Bowl show from 2022, Dr. Dre and Friends. Yeah, that was, I that was, that, that was, okay. Number two from 2002, Prince. U2. U2. U2 from 2002 was number two. Wow. Who does number two work for? How many times can I say two anymore? U2 from 2002 is number two. Would you All like right. to know who number one is? It's got to be Prince. 2007. Prince. Yes. Number one, greatest halftime Super Bowl show. I like it. Yeah, I thought it was a good list. I like it. That's a good list. I do like them better than, I mean, some of the commercials I remember more. But like I said, I'd have to look at them all. And I'll probably do that later. Maybe look at them all and we can see. But uh, That's perfect. Do your research after the list. That's well, good. you know, that's how I work. <laughs> I was very busy. It's like studying oh, for a test I, after you take well, you it. You know what's funny? <laughs> it's the first 10 minutes that were cut out of the show that we didn't hit yes. record on. Uh, I started telling a story in there that I never even got back to. Oh, which one was that? So it was, uh, we were at Christian's track meet last night. Right. And they finished in third in the 4 by 2 relay. So we had, he had ran in the uh, 200 meter, or no, he ran in the 60 yard dash, which some kid ran like a sub seven 60 yard dash. It's crazy how fast he is. But anyway, um, Christian broke his PR, ran it 
really well, six yard dash. So we had about an hour and a half to kill before his four by two relay. So Lee's like, I want to go get gas. So we drive around and she's going out the back roads of Lehigh Wait, University. So Christian had 90 minutes and his first thought was, I need to go get gas. No, Lee. Oh. Lee, and I, Lee and I went out to the car. We were sitting in the car okay. killing time, All right. waiting the hour and a half. And she's like, I'm going to go get gas while gotcha. we're waiting. So I said, okay. So she was driving. I was trying to get, I can never get my phone to stay plugged into her car constantly, like mid song, mid, and I have GPS up on my phone or wherever. It just will cut out. The cords were loose or something in there. So I blame Or it's car. an Apple product, but go ahead. No, it's it's the car because my Apple product has mm-hmm. no issue in my car. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we think, it, we think it's the core, a cord issue more okay. than anything. Um, so anyway, she's taking, I'm not looking, right? Because I'm trying to get this stupid thing to work. And all of a sudden I look up and lately I've, she's been watching a ton of um, murder mysteries and like, you know, how so learning a ton of stuff. And then last night she texted, or two nights ago, she's like, I started watching uh, How to Murder Your Husband and Get Away With It. I guess it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's, she, it's ABC, I think. I think right? Yeah, so she started watching yeah. some of that on her phone, I guess. And I'm just like, you're watching a lot of shows that I think I need to be a little concerned about, right? She's watching it on her phone. That means she, she she's close to the end of the plan. <laughs> exactly, right? So we're, we're getting we're get in the car and we're driving and it's all dark back roads through Lehigh University to get into town. I am and aware. I look up and I'm looking around and it's pitch black. We're going under an, uh, into a bridge overpass. And I'm like, this is where you're going to kill me, isn't it? I'm like, this is where it happens. So the whole ride, I'm just like, you're going to, are you going to poison me? Like, is that why you offered me some food earlier? And, you know, just making fun of the whole situation to get there. But it was pretty funny because it was just like the last week we've been talking more about how she's slowly trying to kill me you're gonna get dumped some you're gonna get yeah. dumped in a in and i a... could have been dumped in the river under the bridge mm. done no one would know a fitting end to so your... if this is news out there that if anything ever happens to me check with her and obviously my ex-wife but check with her alicia if <laughs> uh i'll let you know call me and i'll let you know my price tag for never releasing this episode oh my so, god so... <laughs> i need a copy of this <laughs> somebody recorded send this to me <laughs> This is evidence that Steve is now an accomplice. No, I've never. I knew it. Never. So, yeah, right. I, I'm looking at the Chiefs tomorrow. Okay. I'm hoping. I did hear that Patrick Mahomes has told his team, don't get caught up in Vegas. Stay out of the limelight. Stay out of all the Vegas shenanigans that all the players can get into. And I'll make you a promise. Stay focused. Don't go out at night. Don't. You know, would you stay as a team and not do anything here? And if we win this game, I will bring each and every one of you back for an entire week in Vegas and we'll party like it's like it's 1999. You're kidding me. No. So he's going to bring 52 people. Yes. On individual trips to Vegas. No, or all the, at the same time. At the same time. Okay. All at the same time. They're all going to stay for okay. a week. Wow. Yeah. You know what that's you know what that bill's gonna probably be? Is it more than a Super Bowl bonus of $164,000? Uh, yes, I would think so. <laughs> I would think I would think his dinner the So dinner. it's gonna be costing him money to go play in the Super Bowl. Yes. That's to crazy. win. Yeah. If they win, yeah. they come back. He's gonna be for an entire that's that's gonna cost him ten, twelve million. Fifty three people partying for a week in Vegas. But he makes fifty million a year. How so, much how much could you spend? In, a, in like a, a wide open night, open bar, in, one night in Vegas, how much would you, could you possibly see yourself going through? How old am I? Food, drink, entertainment. How old am I? However old these guys are. 
All right, so there's uh, so twenties and thirties. So let's just say the average age of a football player is twenty eight to thirty. Yeah, so, so late twenties. Okay. Is this prime Steve? In one in one person. All right, all right. So one night, food, entertainment, drinks. Food, entertainment, and drinks. In one night in Vegas. Am I with my boys? Yeah, you're in right. with everybody, the team. But how much could you spend in a night? Wow. I'm not a millionaire, so I don't even, I don't know. It's I don't, hard to fathom dropping yeah, that much I coin. could, I mean, me personally. Like how much could you physically handle? Oh. And then how much would that uh, money? 10 you know? to 20,000 maybe. 10 to 20,000. If 000. I'm ordering top shelf. Right, drinks. And, and, just and, and, and uh, knocking them back. We got to be at a, you know, $300 steaks and. Right. Yeah. Entertainment. What, what kind of entertainment would you have? It's a lot of coin. <laughs> have Usher come and perform yeah. just for the team? Yeah. You know? Just to seat you. He's the host. Yeah. I don't... Uh, they're not eating, eating at Wahlburgers, I can tell you that. For sure. I actually could go for some onion straws right now. Yeah. Straws. No, yeah. they're onion rings. <laughs> Were they in a ring shape? Uh, no. No. It's like a, it's like a lattice potato chip. Oh. It's, it's just oh. frazzled. Huh. Yeah, you know what your hair looks like when you wake up in the morning and it's kind of all over the place? Imagine if you deep fried that and threw it on top of some lettuce. That's what it looks like. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Is my, my short hair mode or my long hair mode? <laughs> I don't know. Because my afro kind of goes up. You have an afro? Oh, yeah. If I let the hair grow out. Really? Yeah. The fro. Some guys, yeah, if I post a picture from high school or something, there'll be a couple guys from high school that'll comment on there and be like, the fro. Wow. Yeah. You had an afro, huh? Braces, afro. Wow. Awful, awful style. Didn't date. Didn't date didn't anyone? Date a lot. <laughs> didn't date a lot in high school. <laughs> a couple girls. Did you have a, 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 girl, a high school girlfriend? Uh, yeah, I dated, um, I don't think for very long each time. Um, each time? Well, like Jen Barrett was a little, like a couple months. Okay. I think Heather was a couple months. I never dated anybody that would never, that went to the school with me. It was always some other school. Mm. So I never got that. Then again, we were, we were in an all boys school and they were in the all girls school. So it was not like you saw them in the morning and. Right. Maybe after school. Maybe afterwards you get a yeah. hand job or something. Whoa. But. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's funny. Or you go behind the shopping center and make out for a while. It's funny because I ended up, uh, went to, I went to college with a guy that we went to high school with. And him and I didn't really hang out through high school. You know, I knew who each other were, would say hello or whatever. And once we found out we were going to the same college, we're like, hey, why don't we start hanging out and see if we could, you know, like each other enough to go room together at sure. college. So I found out so much shit when I went to college with him that happened in high school that I had no idea was going on. Like all the drugs... That were going on in high school. Yeah. I never saw it. Didn't know it was happening. Couldn't point one out if you put it in a lineup in front of me. Yeah, I, I believe that. I was like, wow. I believe that. I had no clue. I mean, yeah. I knew there were shenanigans. Going, like, if you go to JR's on a weekend. Sure. And you go into the coat room, somebody's feet were usually sticking out from a couple, mm -hmm. you know, some coats. And then another two, another set of feet the opposite direction. Yes. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, in the coat room at JR's. <laughs> I used to walk by and be like, what's going on in there? I'll never get in there. There's, there was a guy that used to sit behind me in uh, English class and in German class. And then I'd see him, you know, throughout the day in, in the hallway. And he'd come up to me and he'd go, 
hey, Rice, you want some acid? And he'd stick out his tongue, and he had a piece of paper with a star on it. That was like a like an a, like acid. Like no, I don't. I don't know what the fuck that is. Like, <laughs> I also awesome. I also remember this dude. Um, we had this chemistry teacher that was clueless, and I think I told this story before. But the one guy got was smoking weed in the back of the class, but he got the tube from the Bunsen burner. Oh yeah, and put it out the window. And then put it out the window. <laughs> yeah, you did talk about that on here. <laughs> he blew it out the window, and when he when he wasn't smoking it, he would put it inside the tube, so all the smoke still went out, so you could hardly smell it. But I, I, I don't think it would have mattered. Huh. I mean, we we could smell it. I'm, I'm sure the teacher did, but he didn't give a shit. Right. Yeah. Who was your religion teacher? Was it religion? No, it was chemistry. chemistry. Mr. Trevithan. I think he was there for one year. I was going to say, I don't maybe remember him years. at all. Yeah. I didn't, but I, did you have Father Kelly? No, religion? I never had him. I, I knew who he was. Though. He was so he was so bad. Yeah. He would sit at the desk and just tell us, read, you know, six chapters. Yeah. And he would read the paper. Like, no teaching involved oh, at uh, all. Mr. Kelly. No. He was, no, this was Father Kelly with the big Dumbo ears, ball guy. Old guy, glasses. Because PJ, oh, it was PJK that used to do that yeah, too. Yeah, that and, was and then, different. He, then he would put his head down on the on the yeah. desk and take a nap. PJ, that was yeah. PJK was was history. Yeah. Uh, oh, he would fall asleep a lot. Yeah, but this was Father Kelly, older priest, um, white yeah, hair. I remember the big ears. ears yeah, glasses. yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one. The one time I asked to go to the bathroom and study hall, and he said no, tie it and not sit back down. Jesus. So and he would sit and open the paper at his desk. So somebody took somebody's shoe. I want to say somebody was fucking with somebody. I want to say it was Dennis and Pat. And Pat got pissed at Dennis, took Dennis's shoe off and threw it out the window onto the roof above you know, the gym. <laughs> yeah. So Dennis went out to get his shoe and they closed the windows and locked him out on the roof. While this teacher is sitting at the desk, <laughs> this kid's on this little square section of roof outside, you know, on the side of the building towards Perkins. Right. And then the classroom opened up, and I forget what was below it now, maybe the locker rooms or something. But, yeah, he was out on that roof for, like, banging on the window. Finally, somebody opened a window, and he came Jesus. crawling back in with his shoe. But Father Kelly never... Didn't look up, didn't bat an eye, didn't nothing from the paper. He had to have known what oh, was yeah, going on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. How can you not know the kid was banging on the window? Help let me in. If you're on the roof, yeah, he could have fallen down after 15, exactly twenty feet. Exactly, if he would have gone, and then that's your ass. Edge. You're liable. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so bad, so bad. My lord. But like half the stuff that went on there, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, um, our mutual friend from high school, football player, tight end, um, says hello. Alex Pohl. No. Who? Chris Pacheric. Bill. Bill Burke. When'd you run into him? He's uh, my company's broker. He actually got me the job where I'm at. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How about that? So I, yeah, I know we went to college together. I had no idea. And he played tight end at Millersville. How about that? Receiver. Yeah. But now he's a um, broker for uh, agency, and he does a lot of the safety side of it. So he'll, he handles our company is under them. Um, but he'll come out and visit some of our job sites. Sure. Yeah. So I talk to him on the phone all the time. Did he tell you about his son? Which one? A hockey player? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like in the minors? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's pretty good. Yeah, real yeah. good. Yeah, real good. He and Which is funny, because when he was telling me, I was like, I'm surprised that they didn't play football with your sure. background history. He's like, no. He's like, they did, did what they wanted to do, did their own thing. And he's like, and this is what they love. And he's like, and, and he loves hockey. Yeah, I, I used to like to see the uh, 
the updates yeah. uh, on his Facebook page, but then I don't think I've seen him on Facebook for yeah quite a while. I know he's busy. I see him at least once a month, generally at meetings, and then we'll talk on the phone. Okay. Um, well, tell him I said hello. I will. Tell him I said hello. He's asking about you. And, uh, he, he was in my, the only class I think I ever had with him, and it was memorable anyway, uh, Mr. Keener's junior junior geometry class and uh Uh, it was it was just we'd tell stories all day really and twice a year when they when they people would come around and like visit the class and stay for like we had to we had to prepare for that because we weren't learning anything we i don't think i learned a damn thing but he's like he's Uh, like all right i'm gonna have somebody in the class on on wednesday so monday and tuesday we got to, this is what I'm going to be teaching. Right. These are the answers. <laughs> nuh So it made him look, and we were all like dressed, before we just come in and like loosen our tie and just like sit around and, you know, fuck off for 41 minutes. But we were all, we, <laughs> he used to laugh because we were all had our ties up and we were all like, yes, Mr. Keener. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Shit like that. Oh my God. Yeah. It was great. Bill was in that class. Keener. Yeah, I've heard good. some stories about Keener. We had some uh, crazy teachers back in the day. Sure did. Like, well, I mean, aside from the Catholic priest scandal that two of the priests were involved in yeah. that were there when we were in high school, um, which nothing ever happened to me that I will recall. But anyway, uh, like between Keener. Um, Mason. Mason. Yes, Mason. I was. That's who I was trying to think of. Yep. Kid, the math guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, Blaney, Zacola. Like, Blaney used to walk down the aisle and he would spin his college ring around to the bit large side was on the. Oh, yeah, yeah. He used to throw us by the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pete Peters. Yeah, yeah, Steve Peters. Yeah. Boyle and uh, Duffy. Duffy. Boyle and Duffy. Wow. Skip. Skip passed a few years ago. Good. A couple years ago. He was my homeroom teacher. He actually wasn't too bad. No. He, um, I actually found him funny, but, um. He mellowed a lot by the time we were there, I think. He he was the accounting teacher and I had him for accounting. Yeah. And he would, uh, during a test, he would. No, he was business management. Well, for me, he was business management. He was my accounting teacher. Because okay. Boyle taught my accounting. I guess they flipped back and forth. I'm trying to see now, now. Now I'm questioning that. Because Boyle, I know, was like my accounting teacher, and Duffy was my, because he was my homeroom teacher, but I also had him for business management. Yeah, I think that maybe, because I had business management too, so maybe that's where I had him. But during a test, he would stand on top of his desk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah to watch. And, yeah, and yeah. stare, and, and stare. Because he, he was, what, 6'4", 6'3", yeah. something? <laughs> and then he would stand he on his menacing, desk. menacing, dude. And his fucking head would be like three inches from the ceiling. Menacing. I forgot all about that till you said oh. it. I remember panicked in my chair looking up at this monster of a yeah. man <laughs> glaring down at me and like my mind freezing and being like, oh, my God. I am never lifting my eyes off of my paper. Like at, I'm not looking in any direction or anything because I was I was afraid of him, dude. He was Peters. I was afraid of too. He was big and loud and gruff. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, oh yeah, Fritz and arsehole. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> his bark was worse than his bite. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he had to. I mean, in, in an all boys Catholic school mm-hmm. in the '80s. Remember Riff, the gym teacher? Oh yeah. <laughs> Reading is fundamental. 
This guy. Oh, what an asshole. The gym teacher. Giant man. Could not, <laughs> could not have beaten any single one of us in a race anywhere. He was the gym teacher. But yeah, he, he used to take us to the girls' school. We would play that scooter hockey over in the girls' school. Scooter hockey? Yeah, it was like a, like a, a rectangle skateboard, basically, that had the multi-rotating wheels. You'd sit on it with these little plastic, almost like uh, curved uh, sticks, and you would play roll around with your feet, shuffling your feet around on these wheeled boards trying to hit the bucket of the net. Wow. Scooter hockey. Good times. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. We uh we used to come into the um the gym during during gym class and like there would be hockey, like there would be nets, the smaller nets mm-hmm. and then the plastic pucks and these fucking flimsy ass sticks that yeah. you couldn't you can get you couldn't do anything with right right so i started to i started to bring my um i had a a, a lot my foot, football locker <laughs> freshman year so i brought in a hockey stick one day for football practice and put it in my locker so i'm running out there with an actual uh-uh. wooden hockey stick out there <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I scored like every goal for my fucking team. And dude's like, I'm not playing. No, I'm not playing goalie if he's using this stick. Yeah, I, I was either. like, ah. And just like, I had a deadly wrist shot. So. And that's the second time in this episode that I've seen your maniacal face. And I'm kind of scared. <laughs> maniacal face? Yes. What was the first time? I don't remember. <laughs> I'll have to go back and listen, but it was something. Uh, oh. You hated something. It was like bringing a gun to a knife fight. Everybody else had knives, and I had a I was, gun, baby. I, I was imagine. out there. I was on fire. Yeah, oh, that's yeah those were the days. Funny stuff. Those were the days. All right. All right. What else you got? That's it, I think. Anything? I mean, we've already been going a while. All right. You want we a lost news? 10 minutes of it, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, want a, you want a news story or two? Sure. All right. Do we need a theme? Uh, we have a theme. Oh, no. We have a new theme. No, we don't. <laughs> No? It's much, it's much better than this one. <laughs> Jesus. All right. We got a new story. Ugh. This one, this one I saw that was stupid. I feel like we need that typewriter sound effect. I tried to look for it this morning. I couldn't find it. You know, I couldn't breaking find news. It. I could not find it. All right. I, just uh, cut that. Cut me doing it. Well, I mean, that's kind of like this is. Is breaking news. Yeah, with Steve Rice. From the Grass's Blue news. news Desk. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I like it. I like that. <laughs> uh, here's a woman in Florida, of all places, that claims that wind blew cocaine into her purse when she was pulled over. Oh, my God. In a bag? Yeah, imagine that. Wow. Yes. Uh, a- a fl- Fort Pierce, Florida. Authorities say a Florida woman is blaming a windy day for the cocaine that police found in her purse. She was one of two passengers in a car stopped by Fort Pierce police. And one officer says he smelled marijuana. And after searching the car, cocaine and marijuana in separate bags were found inside the purse of Kanisha Posey. They questioned her about it. And her response was, it's a windy day. It must have blown through the window and into my purse. <laughs> I want to know who took that shot. That's a that's a trick shot from him. Yeah. It's almost like that Jacob the Acrobat guy. It's, it's the wind. It's the wind. She was then charged with a felony count of cocaine possession and misdemeanor for marijuana and released on bond. Hmm. <laughs> 
So there's that. Why? So the other one's better. The other one. Dude, the other one. <laughs> Delete the other one. Live from the Grass is Blue podcast newsroom. Here's Steve Rice. Eiffel Tower sculpture denied world record over choice of matchsticks. <laughs> a Frenchman who spent eight years building a 23.6 foot model of the Eiffel Tower from matchsticks. His, his application for the Guinness Book of World Records was rejected on the grounds of the matches that he used. It took him eight years. Wow. Richard Plaud says he used 706,900 matchsticks to build his massive model and applied to have his Eiffel Tower certified as the world's tallest matchstick sculpture. The current, what do you think the current world record stands at? No, sure. 21.4 feet. Wow. By a Lebanese man who also did the Eiffel Tower. He said he received word from the Guinness Book of World Records last week that his tower was disqualified because the rules state that the matches used from the sculpture must be commercially available. The man said he initially started the sculpture with store-bought matches, but ended up striking a deal with a company to sell him a 33-pound box of headless matches. Hmm. Uh, uh. It is our job with the records management team to be thorough and fastidious. See That's that word? You said it Fastidious. really well. Fastidious. Good job. For reviewing evidence. You've been building this for eight years and you didn't know that what the fucking rules were? Yeah. That's nuts. Do you think you'd look into that? Do you think? you think you could ever be married to a person that did this? I, I would assume that this gentleman is not married. Probably not. Hey, uh, where are you time. building it at? I'm building it right out back here. Plenty of room. I could go 20 Oh, yeah? Feet. What are you going to do with the weather? Not much. When no. it rains. <laughs> Cover it. You're going to cover a 23-foot sculpture? Sure. With what? 24-foot cover. <laughs> <laughs> but what? What? Walls. You can't, but you can't, but roof, it's going to knock it, it down, though, isn't it? No, not if I build walls. Put a couple two-by-fours in there. 220, 221, whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Mom. Love that movie. I don't think that... Uh, I, I would love to play poker with coupons one night, but anyway. Go ahead. Uh, I'll give you that one, Dad. I'll be done with that. Coupons. No, I'll I, see I, your frozen Totino's pizza two for two, and I'll raise you a tender vittles, <laughs> a twelve pack of Coke Zero, Ooh, half no. price. Buy one get one free on Pringles. Expires tomorrow. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you could build that. Well, I'd have to build a structure first. You have to have like a pole barn or something. Yeah, some absolutely. shit like that. That's what I would do. It has to be covered. You can't. It has to be covered. Yeah. Yeah, we're not we're not free racing here. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's got to be wrapped up. Shit's got to be wrapped. Got to cover that up, right? Got to be wrapped. Listen, children. Speaking <laughs> speaking of wrapped, don't this, want children. This show is a wrap. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. All right, everybody, go Chiefs. All right, go Chiefs. Uh, and you already know the result of the Super Bowl. So, all right, pal. All right, we'll talk to you soon.